What up, witches? You're listening to another episode of Thoughts in the Broom Closet. I'm a grown-ass witch named Ivy. And I'm somewhat caffeinated, but not enough caffeinated. Alex. Hi, Alex. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm exhausted, bitch. I feel like I don't know which end is up, and my body don't know which end is up either. So we just all upside down in this motherfucker. Well, get ready. Well, at least you don't have to worry too much about it with the daylight savings coming up. Fuck that damn daylight savings. That ain't giving me none of the time back that I already lost. It gave you an hour. It's not. You go back. One it gave hour. me one extra hour of sleep, which is gonna give me hella confusion tomorrow when I wake up. <laughs> And I'm thinking it's probably like 7.30 in the morning. It's not. We're going to be time travelers. I don't like traveling time. I'm just kidding. I I really do love the concept of time travel. That shit really gets me like geeky and nerdy. And I don't want to talk about it right now. Because it's, that's just too much to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you say back to the future? Let's talk about it. But yeah. So, anything new in the world that we know should know about or not know about? Not know about. That's actually funny. Yeah, I mean, it, the world's <laughs> always on fire. Know. Everything is on fire. Let's go ahead and tell everybody. If you are in America and you believe that everything sucks, go vote. There, we said it. Go vote. Your vote actually matters. I've been hearing things about certain candidates that would have made a huge difference in certain places that only lost by a few hundred votes. So it actually matters. Get your ass up and go vote. Go participate in your civic duties. <laughs> All right. That's enough from Mamaw Witch. Now let's move on to the rest. <laughs> like, but let's move on to the rest. <laughs> Mamaw says vote. God damn it. How dare you not vote? That nickname always makes me laugh because, like, I'd never heard of that shit in my family. Like, everybody's always, like, grandma or granny or my friends up the street. Like, I think they used Grammy for their grandma. So, like, mamma, I think the first time I ever heard that was, like, one of my friends. Her family's out of, like, West Virginia. I don't know if that's she a. She said mamma, and my brain went, what the fuck is a mamma? It sounds like something that happens to you. I've, I've heard. you fucking around the woods. I've heard that term. I've heard Mima. Um, I used to call my grandma. Yeah. Um, I used to call her Mimi. And then, you know, in, in the Philippines, we call our grandmothers Lola. So I had yeah. two, <laughs> two. It's so different. Like how the how the grandma names will like fluctuate depending on like where you're from and like mm -hmm. what family you get born into. Basically, it's nuts. Pretty much. So many names for things. Welcome to humanity. What would you want to be called? Uh, what did I say? Nana. You want to be, be called Nana? Nana? Yeah, I'm Nana. You don't want to be big a mama. Nana ass bitch. Ain't gonna be nobody big mama because I, I I'm already aware of my height and my body structure. I don't need the big and the mama emphasized on all of my duties in life plus <laughs> my size. You feel what I'm saying? I understand the role that she plays too, and I'm not quite sure if I want to play that role. I feel like when you come to Nana's house, she's going to be very direct with you in a way that may upset you, so you're not sure if you want to go to Nana's because you don't want it cut and dry. Mm. Like, she'll be sweet about it, and she'll bake you cookies, but she'll tell you the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
bless your heart. Man, a Patrick Hannah go, well, sweetie, have you ever considered closing your legs? And just pause. <laughs> like, girl, what the fuck did she say to me? <laughs> I did I, not ask for that. Well, you've told me about three boyfriend troubles in the last three months now. And all three boyfriends were different. No, you be bringing out I'm them cards. Asking. Be like, you're like, you don't even tell me. I already know what you do. Nana Ivy says, the cards don't lie. And according to the cards, you've been fucking around. <laughs> like, uh, they just walk in and be like, sit your ass down. I already know what you did. Sit your ass down with the cards laid on the table. <laughs> you ain't got to explain shit. <laughs> I hate Nana. She always be knowing stuff. I know Nana you be, be talking about That's me. Be the cards favorite. told me. <laughs> the cards told me. I've seen it. There's little birds around my window in the picture. I seen it. I knew exactly what the fuck was going on. I said, now, see, that's interesting because I had three nieces and one grandchild in this house. And all of my information that was in this house happened to leave this house. I know which one of you did it because the birds on the card told me. Now, sit your ass down and explain yourself. Like, that'd be the type of time that I would be on. And that's exactly why they wouldn't fuck with me. They'd be like, that's it. I'm done with this bitch. I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> See, you, you'd be talking to your grandkids like I'd be talking to your dog. Like, what's wrong, That's baby? <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? No, I actually enjoy being, like, crass and matter-of-fact at times. So, I think as I get older, I'm just going to slip into that more and more. Oh, I'm... <laughs> it's just going to be my role. Obviously, like, I don't want to get old. But there's a part of me that's excited to get old enough to the point where people... Why like, don't you want to get old? Because I don't want everything to hurt. <laughs> That's fair. I didn't mean to giggle. I just thought that was a cute thing because I never heard anybody say no, that. No, but you know how like... Lots of people are like, I don't want to get old and wrinkly or they'll say something vain. You were just like, I just don't want to hurt. And that's like such a fucking human ass thing to say. No, but like I want to be like the type of old person that, um, you know, they think is super sweet. But like I say some fucked up shit every now and then. They'll, they'll be like... <gasps> Be like, what? <laughs> like, you don't Something know me. Shady. I was a hoe in my day. <laughs> Just, Just some awful things. Or, or random. Yeah, you're right. That's fucking funny. Like, Just that to me in. is like the pinnacle of like, that's hilarious when everyone's like, not grandpa. No. Yeah, like, just say some awful shit and just make it be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Maybe a little overshare. I feel like that's the type of old man my brother would be. He would be like the man who overshares with people. Either that He'd or... Say something like wild. Either like, that or... Or, or I want to be like... I, I want people to think that I'm senile. So I'm just fucking with them. Because <laughs> then, you know... I feel like this is what old people do, Loki. This, this is what oh, they, they have to. They be plotting just like, just like how we're plotting now. And then when they get older, they're like, yeah. And now it's time to execute my plots. <laughs> <laughs> Time it's to execute world domination. Plan 69. <laughs> it's plan sixty nine. It's it's my AARP. Let me stop. I'm just joking. Uh, I was gonna call it my AARP action plan, <laughs> but I didn't want to drag too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I have some shit that I want to get into, and I hope you guys will enjoy this. Uh, fun new shit that we're gonna start doing here 
we're going to start addressing some unpopular opinions. And by addressing them, I just mean like stating our unpopular opinions because this is thoughts from the broom closet, right? Which means uh, we're about to spill some thoughts from the broom closet. It's not just about the tinfoil in here, too. It's also about the dust, the grime, and the things we don't like. Right? I, I guess. <laughs> don't be shy. All right, so in this <laughs> dusty, dusty broom closet, I decided to, I, I wanted to blow the dust off of some old shit that a lot of people cover, but they don't cover it from an opinion point of view. It's more like a, this is the history of it, and you get the fun facts, blah, blah, blah. But, like, people don't talk about any um, opinions they may have in regards to why some of the things happen that, that happened and specifically i'm referring to witch hunts that happened in america that's right spooky season may be over for y'all but it's still spooky season as long as it's scorpio season in this bitch okay i know my scorpios got excited for that it's such a happy ass day and it's spooky in here (laughs) okay see i only got one candle and it just blew out (laughs) 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 okay so Going into the witch hunts, everybody who is not aware, let's just quickly make you aware. So during the during the this would be like the colonial period, right, Alex? Uh, I don't know if it's like directly during colonial times. I believe they were a little bit more established. Okay, okay. So there's let's just do it like this then. We'll make it easier for y'all so we don't have to get confused with dates I'll and numbers. Google it. During yeah, early it. America, <laughs> during the period of early America, it was a whole lot of people living in cramped ass places and spaces and started eating some weird, funny bread that had some mold in it. And that mold made people act a little funny. Not only that, but I have some unpopular opinions around that I'm going to shut my mouth now before I get into that. So <laughs> it. Basically, was between early 1692 and mid 1693. That was during the trials. Oh, that definitely counts as the colonial period, doesn't it? Because like we weren't even a real fucking thing until like the late 1700s. Uh, no, they were still no, they were more established. Right, but isn't it still during the period of the colonies, like it being considered the colonies? Please wait some thoughts of the broom closet gathers their extra information. I'm pretty sure. Colonial America was 1492 and 1763. So, yes. So, this is towards, like, like the end. So, they were more established. Yes, it was still colonies, but they were more... It wasn't, like, early. They're well-established at this point in time. It's not, like, early days, just barely landing the ships type shit. This is, like, well into it. Yeah. Now what are we talking like two hundred years later into the into the fact? Like into the colonization of of that part of the continent? Yeah, about. Okay, cool. So boom. You've got all these hysterical people that start finger pointing. This is just giving y'all the really, really short notes. You have a whole lot of people that start finger pointing because a a witch hysteria sort of uh not even sort of just kind of takes over. This is happening in other places around the world. It's not just this place specifically. We're just covering America because it's 
quick and dirty and they talk about it. If you grew up here and you know, like they talk about it a lot, especially around spooky season, uh, October into no into early November, like we are right now. So lots of people died as a result. Lots of people were tortured as a result. Um, lots of people suffered trauma as a result. Now, this is the part where I start to dig into the uh, unpopular opinion shit. Some of this shit, people are just going to be like, yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. And some of this shit, I don't know. You may look at me and be like, mm, maybe you're reaching, bitch. But that's the whole point of unpopular opinion. Not everybody's going to agree. So the first part deals with the, let's talk about the tactical approach of how you could profit from an area that's suffering from mass hysteria. Let's start there. Because I was listening to this old ass, Actually, it might not have even been as old as I think it is. It might have actually been fairly recent. I was listening to this scary story about how the government was at, the U.S. government was actually able, their military specifically, was able to tactically take over, I believe it was either, it was parts of the Philippines, but it was also other places that they, I cannot remember all the names of the places, but they had also tried it out in other places to see if they could do this. And what it was, was they cultivated a hysteria in that space so that they could take it over because people eventually either going to turn on themselves or they're going to on each other or they're going to flee. So they would, in this instance, they had faked a whole like vampire assault and made everybody believe that like they were under the attack of vampires. Right? So my mind thinks if the military thinks to profit off of this type of hysteria, surely somebody's rich ass great 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 uncle who got some wheat and some property and some shit that can think about getting some more land from his broke ass farmer neighbor who only got all these acres but only one fucking mule like he's gonna target him and say oh bet so how do i take this hysteria and tear you down so you can't cultivate and you can't grow and i can swallow up all your shit so i believe that they that a lot of wealthy people weaponized that hysteria tactfully in order to acquire wealth and property. Now, I'm going to go do my own fucking research and see if I see any, any motherfuckers pop up on the radar that came up with came up real good around that period of time to see if that even corroborates with my opinion. But in my opinion, it seems pretty logical that you could profit off of that hysteria and take from the next person and use that as a way to get rich. What do you think about that, Alex? I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Um, either that or just to get rid of competition because, you know, if you think also someone's going to suspect you, why, why not just, like, if you know there's inkling of suspicion, like, why not just go full tilt and just start up, like, shit there? Right, exactly. But this is go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but I was gonna say it was like from um. Well, I don't know how. I don't know. If this is an actual. Well, I don't know. If this is a it's a theory that a lot of the witch trial stuff, um, was also due to just mental health issues that people didn't understand back in those days because everyone thought it was the work of the devil. Right. But I think that's, again, feeding into the hysteria. The other part of it um, that kind of runs adjacent to the the rich person trying to get over and, like, weaponizing it is the fact that when we're talking about depictions of the witch, one of the other depictions is that they are independent from the community. They are not dependent on the community. 
or the community is somehow dependent on them, which is why you would see like midwives and herbalists and like whatever spiritual person, or if there was an independent person who lived on the outside of town, that person could be targeted, but also the larger working class, which I think would be an intimidation factor for the wealthy, because if this hysteria does get too far out of hand, now you have to worry about your maids or your servants or the people that you have there on the property that's enslaved finger pointing you as being a witch. So now you're going to go turn around and target all of these people in the working class in order to dwindle that down because they're committing murder during this period of time. So it's not like it's not like you're just going away to prison. You're getting tortured you're, and it's most likely resulting in murder at the end of that. You could judge it up and call it execution and make it sound prettier. But at the end of the day, it was regularly practiced murder on account of whatever fucking false accusations seemed viable at the time. So I think they did also use that shit to target like everyday working people. Because like I said, with the small farmer, that's an obvious easy one. Cause now I can acquire more property. You know, I just, you can just find a way to target them. It doesn't necessarily like you could poison their crops and be like, Oh, see, look, the crops started to turn or fucking puts, get get your wife to invite their wife over for tea spike her drink and make her act crazy and i go oh why is she acting like that oh my god y'all got crazy y'all family oh lord it's the devil witches witches like you feel what i'm saying <laughs> just like weird just like planet like like stuff that wouldn't seem I, I mean it's just like shit that's like i don't really see them do that like I, like whenever they depict these things whether it's in tv or they're doing those historical recounts it's always just somebody finger pointing for like basic shit like Susie didn't like that that irene didn't let her borrow the doll and so she finger pointed her out for witchcraft like because not refusing to share is rooted in the devil like whatever the fuck it was always some light bullshit like that never anything as duplicitous and as sinister as targeting the working class as targeting people that were independent from the community or that the community was dependent on this includes elderly women because in certain circles in certain communities in certain cultures grandma made more sense than anybody you know what i mean like the elderly woman had the wisdom so you're targeting them as well you're also targeting undesirables which goes into the mental health bag that you were talking about so anybody that's struggling with any type of mental health that they absolutely have no idea what the fuck they're dealing with boom must be witchcraft then you've got just like the whole concept of, like I said, of the depiction of the witch being like old for starters. I don't believe that that's just about targeting the elder women of the community, although that does make it easy to do that. I think it's also because it's driven by this sort of mentality back then where they're like, oh, well, that's the that's the period of time where like people are marrying off their daughters at like the age of 12. Like as soon as they start having their period they're like and now it's time for you to be a wife like there was no real wait time for that at least that's not how it's depicted to us anyway and i feel like that was one of the other reasons too because you're essentially getting rid of your 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 by doing it this way you're celebrating youth and beauty and saying that only young pretty girls can't be witches but you know old hags that live up the street that do herbalism well we're, that's definitely a witch we're definitely gonna do something strange to her before her life is through you know what i'm saying like it seems probable to target in this way and so what i'm saying is, is my unpopular opinion is that 
the witch trials in this country were way more tactful and way more purposeful and way more methodical than what people think and that I believe that they per- they perpetuate this story of motherfuckers just ate some weird bread and started tripping one day as a means to and and like religious bullshit as a means to put the smoke and mirrors over the monetary and political factors like the gains that could be had by weaponizing this hysteria I think it was engineered and it was weaponized in order to dominate and control yeah yeah put that in your pipe and smoke it I mean what <laughs> only in yeah. states where it's legal alright <laughs> I was gonna say I was like that's what causes the witch trials they smoked some shit they yeah, weren't supposed no. to I wish they would have smoked some shit and it probably wouldn't have happened because they would have rethought that shit and been like you know generationally speaking this could turn out really bad for us <laughs> I just think that it, I just I don't know. That's just my personal fucking opinion on it. That's my opinion. And that's my opinion. I am allowed. (laughs) It just seems probable. Like, this is a period of time where, like, people's main concern is, like, wealth and longevity of that wealth and being able to make babies. You know what I mean? And how much power can I gain? Because property is power during this period of time. You could get a lot of status and clout in your town. You could even become fucking mayor. As long as you're acquiring enough property and wealth. And plus, you're like that motherfucking dude. If you walking up the street and you got you got all these bad bitches chasing behind you because you're the eligible bachelor. And now we done killed off all the undesirables. So now it's a city full of pretty girls. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just weird enough to work. It's just weird enough to work. Well, I think a lot of it's also, well, a lot of it's also the religious aspect of it. Yeah, I think that that also played a part. I just feel like that the the people with the real power that wasn't dealing with the religious aspects was weaponizing it and utilizing it in this way. And they just prop up the religious shit and hype it up to make it seem like it was only purely driven by religious folk. I think that they gassed up the religious folk to do it so that they don't get their hands dirty. You get what I'm saying? true you just go to the church and be like i heard <laughs> you know and like rile up the masses and let the masses do all the dirty work while you wipe the fucking dust off your hands and go well that was easy i'll be buying his property in a week you see what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i think i think it was way weirder and way way more sinister than what we think originally was and I think that they should be honest about that shit. But I think it would take somebody who's like an actual historian that would be willing to like do that type of digging and pull that shit apart and see like, okay, is it really more like this or or is it just religious hysteria? You know what I mean? Where did yeah. you go? I can't hear you. Oh. oh, hello. I guess my my thought process also goes to the fact that like a lot of it is. I, there, I don't. I, if I recall correctly, there weren't that many men that were, that were tried as witches. There were, not to say that there weren't, but there were, but not as much as as women were. So I'm trying to think of like. And I think that's hype too. And I, again, I think that's a. I think that's something that they put out there to make it seem that way. But at the end of the day, like I don't think it was just that. And let's say hypothetically, right? Let's say let's say all that shit is accurate and it really was primarily women. Well, it's still easy because 
you're talking about destroying reputations for the sake of profit and gain. You know what I'm talking about? So if you get somebody to con- feel convinced that the farmer's property that you want's family is out their mind, possessed with devilry and all sorts of other shit, that's going to put a shitty name on that whole family. And you could just target the wife or the daughter or the maid. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get somebody close to the to the to close enough in the circle to throw enough shit and shade on their name to destroy the reputation. Now nobody's buying their crops. Now now they're not able to make more money in order to be able to reproduce the next crop for the next season. Now they're going bankrupt and now you're buying up their property. Or worse, the fucking town goes berserk and they raid their fucking farmstead, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Next thing you know, oh, is that Johnny's property up for sale? Well, I do declare I happen to have some money in my coin purse. Like, <laughs> is that the D? <laughs> it's just how I feel like. I feel like people were sinister as fuck. Because this is a period of time where, like, you can tell lies like this. You can manipulate like this. You can bullshit people like this. It's not that people are stupid. It's just that the way with which you can manipulate is you can't go back and fact check shit in the same way we can do that shit now. Like you, it's a, it takes a little bit more to pull the wool over our motherfucker eyes now. And even now, we have scammers. We call them scammers. Back then, they had scammers. That's the best way to put it. And I believe that them motherfuckers was being scammers, and they used that shit to their benefit. Well, I know that um, I did hear some stories about the witch hunts in in England, where um, that this guy who um, he he definitely was a scammer. Basically, he would go to all these different villages and just um, start kind of listening to what people are saying and like kind of listening to the gossip and whatnot. And, um, and would essentially just start planting seeds in their head. Like, oh, they might be a witch, you know, you might. And, and that's where we started getting witch hunters because he became a famous witch hunter. And so these, these villages would start calling him and basically they would just go based off of what rumors are going around and just, you know. Get people to talk shit and start pointing fingers so that they could just, you know, get them. Take whoever they want and collect a fee, which is sneaky as fuck. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. If somebody can be that damn duplicitous enough to think of that type of scam and hustle, who's to fucking say that a, a wealthy motherfucker who's staring down the barrel of, like, even more greatness, even more shit to acquire... You know what I'm saying? They're they're gonna do whatever the fuck they gotta do. This is a period of time where like you if you send the right goon to light a motherfucker barn on fire, that could literally upend everything for them. Mm-hmm. It could change everything. Cause this is this is literally a period where it's like if, if anything fucking happened, like that's your ass. You know what I mean? You better hope you've got the wealth to back that up. And if there's spaces where people are clearly vulnerable there's no way that a that a person who seeks to profit off others ain't gonna find a way to exploit that. A hundred percent. Cause people greedy and people weird, and I stand on that. 
prove me wrong. You gonna tell me people aren't greedy and weird, mm -hmm, Alex? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. As far as I'm concerned, all the early America shit might as well be like the Wild Wild West. And I think to myself, they'll just shoot a motherfucker and do whatever then. And that was like centuries fucking later. They'll definitely do it back in the day. They're like, how do I get away with murder? How do I get my neighbor's stuff? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. And I think they turned that shit into a fucking free-for-all. Mm. Then you get rid of all the people you don't like. And now it's such a wonderful town. Come here. To our vast... <laughs> our vast acres of land. That we acquired, honestly, of course. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion with that shit. I think that's the, I think I, I think that there was some of that history is true, but a lot of that shit is swept under the rug stuff that I feel like only the earth at this point in the universe would be aware of what really happened. Because all, all right. the people that were there are dead now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's just all speculation. <laughs> and mostly mine. But you saying that shit about um, the guy in England, the witch hunter, the self-proclaimed witch hunter, like that shit really does kind of stamp that for me. It really, really does. Because I'm like, yeah, it's just too easy. I just feel like back then it's just way too easy. Like people, if people can create scams now and it's and people look at it and go, wow, what an easy scam. I can't believe people are so dumb. Like ain't no fucking way back in the day where you could, if you lit a match with a lighter, they call it witchcraft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't no way, you know. Like, there's certain not even not even to take it like into some Back to the Future type of shit. Or, well, that's not even quite Back to the Future scheme, but you get what I'm saying. Not even on some time traveler shit, right? Like, if anybody came up with anything that was of high intellectual value, people looked at that shit and was like, "You're big weird." Like, if you showed the fuck, <laughs> you showed the fuck up with this tincture that you made because you was out spending all summer like learning herbs and roots and all this stuff, and you come up with this tincture that like removes warts off people's faces, like they're gonna call that shit witchcraft. They be like, "That motherfucker was playing around with the devil this summer. That's what the hell was going on." <laughs> like, that's that's just <laughs> that's just how they view shit, and it was really an intellectual marvel. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could come up with the most detailed fucking art piece. And somebody would be like, what happened? You sold your soul to the devil to get that? What the fuck? What the fuck? It just feels like during that period of time, if you were great in any way and a motherfucker didn't like that, it was witchcraft. Well, was witchcraft. yeah. That's usually how it always is. They're like, damn, her crochet game is out of control. She must have sold her soul to the devil. Clearly, that's the mark of witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, get rid of competition, you know? That's yeah. Yeah, like they just everybody. I think everybody did it at the end of the day. It was just like, how do we point fingers at our neighbors type of shit? And we see that in human history so much. Like even what is it during the Cold War? What was that shit that they called it? Where it was like our own government had us had like numbers you could call to like snitch on your neighbor if you thought that they were a fucking Russian communist or some shit like that. So it's like, well, shit, they're doing that now with all the fucking. Abortion. It ain't no one eight hundred it ain't no one eight hundred snitch on your neighbor, but yeah, it's something like that. But like but like the level of hysteria was like they were having whole ass fucking sessions 
with 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 government in regards to with legislative government in regards to uh who may or may not be a communist is like in hollywood like like these type of fucking discussions were happening so i think to myself like if you could work people's hysteria up enough to be that even up into like the most recent two centuries like come the fuck on yeah it's not it wouldn't be hard if it wasn't hard to do now it's not hard it's not gonna be hard to do then that's just that's just how i feel i do not believe again disclaimer i do not believe that our ancestors were stupid i just believe that because it was a different time certain things certain thought processes made it easy to dupe them in certain ways that they wouldn't have otherwise been duped if they were a little bit more aware yeah i mean this is pre-refrigeration you know what i'm talking about (laughs) oh if only you guys understood mold Think of all the hysteria you could have avoided. Oh my God. Let's talk about that for a second. As a pri- as another fucking example of what I mean. Well, but then Destroy- again, their bodies probably were a lot stronger than for mold shit because, you know, they're around a weave. Explain the hysteria. Let's, <laughs> well, think about it this way. Like, we've, we've gotten to the point where that we are so like antibacterial everything right so hell yeah wash your fucking hands (laughs) to the point where you know we we could end up pretty much just uh pretty much you know i feel like their bodies were stronger for that shit then maybe but i don't agree with that i think but then again they probably vaccinations and shit they probably i mean i don't know if they had the i don't know I think they like shit. I don't think anybody ever ate good except probably the indigenous peoples that lived there because they knew where to eat, when to eat, and moved when the fuck they needed to move. You know what I'm saying? Like only the people that really grew from that land ever really ate well in this country. No one's been eating well in this country since they landed here. Because they didn't even have the fucking means to eat well to begin with. (laughs) Let's start there. You know what's funny that you actually mentioned that because um, there's a... uh... I watch a lot of weird shit on the internet. And uh, it was like this historic um, thing about um, not, uh, well, maybe it was medieval. Not medieval. No, definitely not medieval. Uh, What? uh, I I forget the age. But um, there was a study that showed that um, the teeth of the people back then before sugar was introduced Mm. Their teeth were stronger and healthier. And then once you see that. when sugar was um, introduced to their diet, like you could see all sorts of health problems pop up. Decay, because sugar makes things decay. Because it was a luxury. It's part of the decaying process because it's decay. It's decay that tastes good, but it's decay. So, but like, you know, for the the colonial times, if you think about it, like, yeah, they obviously their healths were probably still just as poor because what the average lifespan was probably in their thirties. I don't remember. It's I young. Honestly, have to it's, look that up. It's it's very young. Fairly young. You're so, not living long for good teeth. I'm just saying. No, definitely, definitely not. <laughs> but, I'm like, what's the trade up? I have to pull a few of my teeth out of my mouth. I get to live longer, or. <laughs> 
Uh, number. I know. I made a choice. I'm gonna live longer. I made my choice. They already done took a tooth or two. It's fine. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. <laughs> you ain't worried about nothing. Not in a world where they got uh permanent dentures and shit. You can fucking put some screws in my mouth and just call it a day. I ain't gotta be gammy num nums and shit. It's good. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, man. I just find all that shit fascinating. And I kind of went down a little mental rabbit hole for a minute thinking about it and just kind of like putting myself in the scene and thinking to myself like, would people really do some sneaky shit like that just to try to like earn more property and, and build themselves up in title and do whatever, you know, whatever well, the motive is. Think about it this way. People would do that shit now. So... Yeah. You know damn well they're doing it then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it it just gives myself and everybody else something to think about because sometimes when they talk about the witch trials, it can be so boring because the whole witch hunt period, witch trial period, like they talk about it all the time. It's like the only thing that they cover when you look up witchcraft aside from like the resurgence of it. You get what I'm saying? Well, like I think pop culture. I think it's because they try to use that uh that book to get, you know, us to talk about it. Uh, what was it? The Crucible? Oh, The Crucible, yeah. Boring. Sorry. No, I mean, sorry. that's why I'm so glad like a lot of my English teachers, we of course we read it, but we would also Too watch it times. in tandem. Yeah. So, and that's precisely what I mean. Like, that's the type of shit that they'll show us all the time. And it's like, okay, like, we get it. You think that Winona Ryder went in the woods butt naked to dance with the women and out there? Like, I don't even think it was no shit like that. That was some shit that they purposefully made up. Possibly. Just to scare people. I, I think that part was the hoaxy part. You know what I mean? Like all those stories of, of, of alleged encounters of seeing bitches dancing naked and riding on brooms and doing nefarious sexual shit with broomsticks. I don't think any of that shit was real. Now my brain's tripping because I'm thinking to myself like, but could you imagine that would be pretty fucking nuts to walk up on just like an orgy of witches that's just diddling themselves in a circle for their own means and ends like that'd be pretty goddamn traumatic if you think about it from that period you're like oh, a hyper religious yeah. person oh my god that is the work of the devil indeed <laughs> so much trauma in my mind i'm just like yeah no wonder y'all motherfuckers went hysterical if you saw some shit like that for real that's when the hysteria started right there that shit was probably a huge shock for y'all system but i doubt it i sincerely doubt it they did not see any of those things. Because even when you think about, like, think about the way that they would look for shit, too. When they would look on a bitch body. Like, first off, you you made it legally okay to strip a bitch totally fucking naked and check from head to toe, behind the ear, everywhere. And again, it's not just saying that they did this shit to women. Because, I again, I think that that's bullshit, too. I think they did it to everybody. Whoever they found disagreeable, they just concentrated it primarily on women. To make it seem like it was mostly a women's thing. But I don't think it was just that. I think whoever the fuck they didn't like was somehow a consort of the devil. They just didn't necessarily, I don't think they necessarily used that term. They just find the term to use. Kind of like when they did that shit. Uh, what, how the, 
what's that damn movie? That Joan of Arc movie where they burn her and they call her a heretic? They just like toss that word around a lot. Oh yeah. Everything was her- it was like you're a heretic, you're a heretic, you're a heretic. You know what I mean? And I think that type of that type of uh energy is the same that was perpetuated here. Like that's what I mean. They just when they refer to the witches, it's cheeky, it's by design, so that they can just refer to the women and not refer to the whole of people that they whose lives they fucked up or ended. But yeah. I also don't know where the term witch actually comes from. Like where did it originate from? I'm gonna look uh, that. Italy? Look up Gospel of the Witches. Cause it was supposed to be like Aradia, Aradia. I can't say the name right because I, I am tired. I am tired and I can't use words. But she is the princess of hell. She's the devil's daughter. But she was also like <clears throat> the first witch because she was able to alchemize. It's, it's proto Germanic. Indo-European, but apparently it says the word derives from the old English nouns uh, witcha, which is a male witch warlock, and witche, which is a female witch. I see. Then they would just categorize it as witches. But the crazy part is if you see how it's spelled, um, aside from the extra doodly bits at the top of the letters, Mm -hmm. for male witch, it's W-I-C-C-A. And like for female witch, it's W I C C E. Oh yeah, that's interesting. That's just for a lot of reasons. Because now I'm thinking about a whole bunch of other shit that I I now it's like if I start talking about that, we'll never go home. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, see that's a, that just kind of further validates it. So it's like that was a blanketed term. And it was really about how you were spelling it that lets you know whether or not it was masculine or feminine in that sort of binary way. So I think that, yeah, like, again, they was just marking anybody. I don't like how you look. I don't like how you smell. I don't like that your eyeball tweaked at me like that on Friday after church. That shit was weird. I'm about to go over here and tell Pastor that you're a fucking witch because I'm sick of your shit. Like, my wife pissed me off today. I think I'll spike her. I think I'll spike her tea and blame the devil. You know what I mean? This gave yeah. the opportunity for people to do fuck shit and sort of like create their own colonial purge. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, that's really what it was. It was the purge, colonial edition. She's a witch. Burn her. He's a witch. Burn her. That whole house is full of devilry. Burn it to the ground. Let me buy the property afterwards for pennies on the dollar. (laughs) This is the type of fuck shit that went down. What's really crazy, what's really crazy to me is going back to the parallel we keep drawing about if they do it now, (laughs) you know they did it then, makes me fast forward back to now and go nothing has changed no no nothing has changed definitely not this is one of those instances where it's good to go back into history for a second even if you're just looking at it from a very light like not 
super detailed perspective, right? Just kind of br- brushing over it a little bit. Even if you brush over some of it a little bit, it's still interesting because you're like humanity in this style of how it handles shit is literally the same fucking thing. It's just a different way of doing it little by little over time. Like they're just refining the technique. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to doing something new. Because at the end of the day, when you think about the root of what it's for, it's all motivated by the same shit. And most of the tactics are the same, like I said. So then it's just like, okay, is this the part where we use history as a tool to understand how the future could shape itself? You know what I mean? They talk about that all the time, but when we sort of do that retrospect, that's they're, they always they always end up with in the documentary or in the show or whatever when they're doing all this historical shit and they're like, you know, studying your history helps you understand and, and dictate the future. But like they don't ever say how. So you can repeat it. Right. That's why I feel like so you can repeat it because it'll be too late. Like <laughs> I just feel like you should look at certain tactics as a whole and go, okay, humans have a, a tendency to do this. Human beings, you have a tendency to do the other as well. And look at those patterns and see how cyclical those patterns are. They actually have people that do this type of shit, and they're pretty fucking great at figuring the stuff out. Like the people that predicted how the housing market is going to go. They built like a they built like a clock system. It's very, I'm air quoting, a clock system that's supposed to help them understand when certain things are going to happen. I'm not talking about the nuclear clock. Don't don't get started on that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. What I mean is, is like, it was like, okay, it's going to be so much years before a housing bubble, bubble burst. It's going to be so much years before a recession. So much years <clears throat> before a revolution. So much years before this. So much years before that. And they literally do it because they look at the fucking patterns in the mm-hmm. same way that a fucking AI looks at an algorithm. You know what I mean? It goes, oh, pattern. Okay. Like, I know this. And because pattern, the pattern recognition is kind of like the human superpower, you know what I'm saying? It it makes sense that they can go back and look at this shit and go, oh, yeah. <laughs> Looks like every 200 years, people like to get upset and start rioting, creating revolutions. All right, well, how do we profit off that, you know? And then they get to stay ahead of the curve all the time because they always know when the next cycle is going to be so they can just plan. That's efficient as fuck. I can't lie. A human activity clock? Where do I get one? Sign me the fuck up. Today. Take my money. Today. Right now. (laughs) Do you sell that at the Amazon warehouse store that I am still waiting to be built? Yes, Amazon. I'm still mad about it. And I'm still waiting for it to be built. I need you to make the Walmart equivalent. We're not going to be moved on this. And now I have other people who agree with me. So it's up now. I need you to go ahead and break that off and while you're in there sell us that clock thank you <laughs> sincerely the rest of the world thank you you no, need a human activities a clock <laughs> yes we're gonna talk about it I'm gonna take two seconds to talk about it and I'm gonna read y'all some tarot and some sweet lullabies I'm not reading y'all no lullabies I'm just kidding <laughs> but I want my fucking Amazon superstore there it is. I just came up with the name. It's even easier now. See? 
You can call it the A to Z store. And then we can play on the A to Z arrow. And that, we already know the arrow. See, I just keep giving y'all money ideas. You don't even got to pay me. Just deliver. Just <laughs> deliver. <laughs> I don't even want no bread. I just want to see it exist in oh, the world, oh, okay? Lord. And not just any part of the world here where I stay in North Carolina. <laughs> if you could, if you wouldn't mind, <laughs> drop that motherfucker off here, okay? Thank you. You're like I want an IKEA size. <laughs> I want <laughs> Amazon a grocery store that has a Walmart, yes. a Target, two Taco Bells. No, it don't got none of that shit in it because I detest Walmart and I wanted to compete with Walmart. It can have Taco Bells and all that other shit. That's cool. But it cannot have a Walmart. It cannot contain a Target. It cannot contain anything else. It is an Amazon superstore. All right. That's it. What about Go a Starbucks? What about a Amazon items. A Starbucks would be great. And for those that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, that's the Starbucks. The Bucks of Star. The cup that keeps running thing over because it's delicious. All right. <laughs> it has nothing to do with how often we order $10 right. coffee. Well, I mean, I haven't had. Starbucks is a hot minute. It's been a while. <laughs> Bitch, I put together. All right, no, let me not. Let me not even go there because I'll get into Starbucks and I'm over here talking about my Amazon shit. They'd be like, girl, what the hell? Amazon, make it happen. Okay, I love how anti corporate corporate you are. <laughs> I know. Like, I really don't like y'all, but if y'all could just eat each other in a way that allows me to benefit for once, that would be great. And this is one of the ways you could do that for me and for the rest of society is to compete with each other on this level and stop wasting our fucking time. Like all y'all, like all y'all get on my nerves. <laughs> it's like a target is too overpriced. That's why they say target running and done. Cause you can only go in there buy two fucking things that you got to leave. Cause you broke again. Well, <laughs> Walmart is like walking through a fucking warehouse. I was literally in a Walmart today. Wow, this lady well, that's a petting zoo. Yesterday. Walmart is worse than a petting zoo because it is a giant fucking warehouse that you are literally in there buying your shit at the same time they got the employees working. Bruh. And and it frustrates me for the employees more than any fucking thing because I understand how if how important it is to be efficient at your job and not have to deal with people being in your motherfucking way and you already have coworkers that holding you back from doing what doing what the fuck you got to do and being great. Now you have to deal with these raggedy ass people and you got to smile and deal with that nicely because they will report you and you can get your ass into more trouble and fuck around and lose your job just because a raggedy bitch didn't understand that this cart is too wide for you to try to squeeze through. You know what I'm saying? So I get from an employee standpoint why this is the most stupid ass tactic that they utilize at the store. But it is what it is. I literally saw a lady yesterday with a giant ass cart because it was the the shopper, the online shop cart or whatever. It was mm -hmm. literally consuming the entire aisle. It was empty because she was just getting started. The shit got knocked and turned fucking sideways because this guy was rounding around the corner at top motherfucking speed and just ran into her shit. And she had to be the one to apologize, even though he was being a little jackass rounding them corners so fast. And it made me frustrated for both of them. Because on one hand, I'm like, I get it, sir. You're just trying to move to the store as quickly as possible. You want to get in, you want to get out. I get it. I also hate these goddamn lights. Whoever made these incandescent lights can go to hell. Cause, and, and whoever made that Walmart radio, do something about it. Do something <laughs> about it. 
do something about it, okay? Because it is a crime against humanity, the music that y'all play on there, okay? Please. Like, I literally go in there with my headphones on now just to tune that shit out. Just to tune that shit out. Y'all made me hate the song This Is Halloween. How do y'all fuck up Tim Burton? I mean, he fucked it up for himself when he's like, black people don't belong in my hood. Well, he ain't quite say it like that, but fuck it. <laughs> like, how do y'all fuck up This Is Halloween? How do you take the most lit-ass Halloween song and ruin it? By repeatedly playing it. And you found the worst possible version to play. And you played it on the, on the radio. Repeatedly. <laughs> Insane. Like it was the number one billboard chart topping fucking track on the fucking pop charts. That's how often you was playing it. It didn't make sense. And then you would fill me up with the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. And most of the today that you played was such garbage pop that I was just like, there's no point in living anymore. Can you please point me in the direction of something to take me the fuck out in this store? Like, I was, I was so fucking exhausted. It's the music. It's the sound. It's, it's that drab-ass blue color. It's, <laughs> it's the fact that you have me walking in and basically picking my own Picking my own shit in between the factory pickers that are already there. Okay, but would you go to a Sam's Club? Fuck no, because Sam's Club is a cesspool that is run by Walmart. What about Costco? You don't see the same shade of raggedy blue. Costco's is just a bougie target. It's just, it's just a, it's just a box store target, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, hot dogs for dollar fifty all the time with a drink. They hot dogs don't be here like that. I had their hot dogs before when I used to be out in, in fucking Maryland and shit. I had their little raggedy ass Costco hot dogs. I ain't, I wasn't that great. See, that's because that you got the regulars. You need to get the Polish when they had Polish. It wasn't sausage. that great. If I want Chicken Polish bake. sausage, I'll cook it at home. I'll boil it at home. I can. Okay, I can't find nobody. It's my final. <laughs> I'm gonna eat at Wegmans. <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck that is. You don't know what a Wegmans is. We don't is. have that ah, here. That's SoCal. another subject for another day. It's a it's a grocery store that I feel like can compete with Whole Foods. Yes, Amazon. That's exactly why I need you to open up. You see, you see, Amazon. You already have competition for your Whole Foods store. That's precisely why you need to just go ahead and break us off with a warehouse store that also has stuff like toiletries, et cetera, and so forth. Yeah, but then again, the super Walmart. They have, they have the service where you can literally buy your groceries on Amazon and just they'll deliver it to you. Yeah, but then you could also give me like a little Amazon fresh store, you know what I'm saying? A big box. You can call it A to Z store. It's got, it's got little houseware shit that I need. You know, it's got... It's got groceries in there that I can want, you know. Maybe it's even got a Whole Foods attached to it, and I just walk through to the Whole Foods to get even more stuff that I want. I'm okay with it. See how it's all coming together, Amazon? Do you see the vision? Do you Don't see it? Don't give them ideas. Don't give Bezos I want to give him. I want to give him the ass. ideas. This isn't about Jeff or his or his billions. This is about the future of Amazon. This is about... <laughs> this is about competing with Walmart, <laughs> who I do not want to see succeed any longer because I am so sick of Walmart. <laughs> this is about my hate for Walmart above all. <laughs> but you, you still shop there. I have no fucking choice. I'm not going to spend an arm and eight children at Target for six things in my cart. I'm just not. I'm just not. Like a practical minded person doesn't do that. And I'm frustrated because I already have to go to five different stores just to get my basic groceries. 
And that's literally to be the most cost efficient that I could possibly be. And it makes me sad. And you know what I feel like I could I could save all this money is if Amazon would just hurry up and make a <laughs> Please. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> my tarot cards are talking and, and I must listen. Thank are, you for coming they, to my TED Talk. Are they from Amazon too? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? These ones. These ones actually were not. These ones come from Joanne Fabrics. So these are different. Can we just say? Yes. Sorry, I know we're supposed to get into the tarot, but like, I always find it weird that Joanne's now does spiritual shit like that. (laughs) Yes, bitch. They got all kind of tarot cards. Can you imagine? I mean, it would never happen, but can you imagine if like Hobby Lobby ever did? They would do like the fucking angel oracle shit, but like, that would be hilarious. That might actually get me to go in there and spend money. There you go. There you go, Hobby Lobby. You just bait us by selling devilry. See? See how that works? Hail Satan. All right. What's going on in the tarot today? (laughs) Ah, okay. So, as y'all know, I prayed you the tarot. And as you know, if you skipped all the way to the tarot reading, you got to go back and give me six minutes of listening time. You're not allowed to put it on two times fast. Don't be slick with it. You're not even allowed to put it on one and a half times fast. You got to listen to it as motherfucking is and listen to my fucking six minute Amazon rant. Thank you. Now for the rest of y'all to stay, let's move on. So it's looking like somebody has uh, fumbled and or dropped the bag entirely. Now, I'm sure for some of y'all, you're like, oh, no, please don't be me. I don't know if this will be you or if this will be someone around you that uh, that you will be affected by their outcomes. So just bear in mind, this is just the energy that's floating around right now. So somebody's dropped or fumbled a bag specifically on a silly whim um as in like they had a notion that something might be a better bit and they they were like yeah i'm gonna go in this direction but as a result it's causing them to lose money hand over fist it was a bad investment it wasn't a smart idea what i was hearing during the reading was you bet on the wrong horse and now the right one won't race for you that's what i heard so i'll say that again you bet on the wrong horse and now the right one won't race for you so i don't know who that's for but you fucked up (laughs) that's all i can say that's one of those things where you might actually just have to you might actually just have to take this tower moment, allow yourself to fall out of the fucking tower and crash and burn because it was the way that you went about things. You could have made different choices and handled it in different ways, but you were greedy, much like the people we were discussing earlier that found profit in the hysteria of others. You tried to make a quick profit off of somebody else you thought would be able to be a better fit and found out that really you should have you should have bet your money on the right horse. It's looking bad for you. All right, moving forward. So what else I saw for the advice is to go into reclusion, become a recluse, become a hermit, take your time to back the fuck up and go inside of yourself it's introspection time you need to recollect your steps a strong emphasis on focusing on the errors and not necessarily seeking to correct that shit but knowing that knowing what led to those errors you understand what i'm saying was there a motivation that you had was somebody else whispering in your ear 
Um, was there an obstacle in your way that you had to overcome? Those types of things. That's the shit that you're going to need to go back and look at and reflect on in order to figure out how the hell you can move forward. And if you come across that energy again, how do you avoid that energy? So that's what that retrospect period is going to be for. And it makes sense too, because I think Mars is in retrograde right now. So actions that kind of fumble and have you kind of retracing your steps is actually kind of spot on right now for, for what I'm seeing in the cards. Also, you when you go into this recluse where you take your step back and you go into your little hermit mode and you say, I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to focus on the practical. I'm going to um, sort of knuckle down and get back to my roots. Once you get back in that energy, you're going to be able to seek your fortune that way. The wheel will start to turn in your favor, but it's not going to be until after you regroup, after you reanalyze yourself and, and kind of like review yourself as a person because you haven't been making the best choices. And it's going to help you get a second chance, but it not, but not if you keep pushing at the rate that you're pushing. Like, for example, if you know that you made a mistake, you realize, damn, I fumbled this situation. I could have did better. I could have did this. I could have said that. I could have offered this. I could have offered that. Anything to um, keep this prosperous situation flowing, because I saw that there was so much potential for prosperity. And I think that's why the message of like you bet on the wrong horse and now the right one won't race for you come through because it's like you put the wrong investment in someone and now the person that you want to fucking invest in is not interested because they saw the way you was moving. So now they're just like, oh, no, sorry, I don't like what you did there. So you just gonna have to stay over there, please. This deal is over. So you're going to get a second chance. I don't know if it'll be with that particular individual that you were counting on or if it will be with someone of a sort of similar vibe. And you're going to know what to do at the time because you took the time to go back and retrace your steps and see what you did wrong and see how you mishandled the situation. If you do not do that, well, then the wheel's going to turn the opposite fucking way because you're not taking the time to reflect and learn your lessons. The whole point of having a tower moment is to learn what, see what, see what went wrong. And then gather yourself so that you could process into the next phase, which is to start to have hope and to start to wish again and to start to see things from a brighter perspective. But you're not going to get there if you don't, you know, if you don't let your wounds do what they got to do. All right. So the rest of what I was seeing also for advice was, and then this I think is crucial because if you were dealing with somebody that was um, had like monetary potential or partnerships or anything like that, this is this part is real crucial. It says, don't let petty disputes, imbalances, and complacency create a burden in your life. Focus heavily on your craft. Cultivate, cultivate it, rework it, and refine it and reproduce it instead. So in other words, don't sit around and complain about the fucking injustices of the situation and say, well, it would have been fine if it wasn't for those damn meddling kids because don't nobody give a shit. You got caught. Don't be mad at the meddling-ass kids for being smarter than you. The other part that you can't be complaining about it, or you can't be complacent, that's the other part. So even though typically, you know, being able to let go and kind of let the cycles be as they are is a great way to be in flow, but in this instance, because there's a lesson to be learned, it requires... It requires you to 
focus on that. And so you can't just let go and be complacent and just say, ah, it just is what it is. Because it's not, it's not that. It's not it is what it is. It's you need to focus and you need to make right what the fuck you did wrong. And you need to learn your lessons most of all. Because that's the only way you're going to right the wrongs is in the future when you have other opportunities like this. Because this one is done. From what I've seen in the cars, like that opportunity is burnt. You know, spilt them cookies. That's that's the end of that. Um, now, when it's talking about focusing heavily on your craft, I think that goes back to the hermit energy. Because if you're taking time to work on yourself, that's going to influence whatever work you're working on. So whatever you consider your craft, that downtime, that me time, that reclusive time, that's going to allow you, if you utilize it property, properly, <laughs> to really put the polish on and refine the work that you had started doing. So... And this could even tie back into the you getting a second chance. So that way, when you get a second chance, you'll be ready all the way around. Like you're going to have learned your lessons. Your craft is going to be even more fine tuned and, and polished and professional. Um, you're going to start attracting more positive energy and abundance because the way you're flowing is different. So it's a lot of potential to just like change, to grow, to evolve. Um, but that is going to take some time because it's not a, it's not a quick and dirty process. You're not just going to go take a break from social media for a fucking week and think that that's going to change anything. That's not going to change shit. So those, let me just look one more time and see if I see anything, any symbols that's popping up. Let me look at all the cards. And one of these cards, when it's talking about refining your craft, I'm noticing that everything else is black and white with the exception of the pentacle and the person holding it. And for me, that's harnessing to me that to me, that's speaking on the focus energy because nothing else has any t like, like the whole scene is devoid of color. It's all grayscale. So it's not really devoid of color, but it's all grayscale. So it's all very like sh very shaded and not, visible or or not not visible that's not the right word oh lord i can't words right now basically the coloring of the card being the way that it is is to draw attention to the person and what the person has cultivated that may even be that you will gain a little bit more attention and you will stand out a little bit more from this thing that you cultivate but again like i said earlier it's gonna take you doing some real hard labor on you before you can even get to this. But once you get to working on yourself, working on your craft, refining everything around you, you are going to stand out in a way that's going to allow people, that's going to want people to invite you places, um, ex help you expand whatever it is that you're working on and help you build onto that further so that you can elevate yourself into a, um, a higher leadership position in your field. Let's see if I see anything else. I'm sliding the cards around her shit, y'all. Let's look at the second card. Let's see if there's anything else in there. Yeah, like she's even doing fucking math. Like it's all about analyzing shit, looking things over. I will say this though: when you're in this, when you're in this hermit mode, don't forget to rest because there's lots of attention drawn to the character being like 
dirty as shit because her face dirty like hands is motherfucking dirty got damn bags under the eyes with the mascara all over just looking a hot ass mess pizza on the floor child just like literally a mess so i will say this when you go into this hermit mode try not to turn it into a depression hole try your best um, because I could see that being a negative and I could see that sucking you in and causing you to focus more on the, well, this wasn't fair because this didn't go this way and, and feeling like, oh, fuck it. I don't even care. I'm just going to give up. It's too much. It's too burdensome. But the burden is really just like your, your thoughts kind of twisting you up because you, you let yourself get a little bit too sad and you're sad bag. Let's see if I see anything in this fortune card darling yeah i just feel like with all of this wing energy it's just like yes things will take flight it will just take time like you will have your chance to to try again just have to wait and be patient that's all <laughs> that's all i see i hear my broomstick vibrating somewhere around here i better First go of catch all, i do not appreciate you calling me out like that Put that rose away. No, I'm just kidding. How dare you call Ow. me out about being in my depression hole? You don't know my life. Wow. I want to be there. Vibration jokes. You're right. No, get out of your depression hole. No, you're it's not comfy. Allowed. It's warm and cozy. Universe said you not allowed. You you're were only allowed the to be in there to analyze. Here. You're only allowed to be in there to analyze. Then you gotta leave. It's a war room. It's not a hotel motel six. <laughs> you got to leave sometimes. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I hope that was enough information overload for the rest of you. I had fun. <laughs> Talking about the, the witches. Talking about the witches, talking about the tarot, you know, talking about life stuff, you know, talking about the duplicity of humankind, you know, we covered a lot of topics. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we should fucking leave and let these good people enjoy the rest of their day, evening, afternoon, evening, good night, good morning, all that stuff. Well, that being said, my friends, you've been listening to another episode of Thoughts from the Broom Closet. I'm about to get some coffee, Alex. And I'm a grown-ass wish named Ivy. And we'll see y'all next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.